Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cash That. This is your host, Joe Delera, and I am joined by producer Corey. Producer Corey, how are you doing today? I'm feeling pretty good. How are you feeling today, fiance? Dude, it's been a wild ride. We're in a new year, new me. And, um, you know, we were recording this on a Wednesday night. That is not typical. We don't envision doing this all the time, but life comes at you fast. It was my fiance's birthday on Tuesday. It was my birthday on Saturday. So it has just been a whirlwind of birth celebrations. Um, so it is, it's really been busy and I just wanted to get something out for you guys because it has been a little bit, especially with the playoffs starting for the NFL. So, um, that's how we're doing, producer Corey. That's how we're doing. It's been busy, man. It's been a busy time. The holidays just didn't end at the holidays this year. No. And then I was like, I thought I was getting, I was like, like kind of sick. And then like, I felt like I was getting better, got better. And then I got like way more sick. And like last week I was just deathly ill. Um, I swear to God, so, the same thing happened to me in like mid-December. I had like a minor hell. sinus infection, stayed home one day. Felt like, all right, went back to work. Three days went by, no problem. And then the next week, I woke up in hell. Dude, I, I literally thought I was dying. Like, the was doctor like was like, yeah, the doctor was like, yeah, you borderline have pneumonia. Here's, like, all the drugs. <laughs> so he gave me, he, he, we had this discussion. And, like, I'm going to get this out in front of the pod. Um, so that way, you guys, like, if you happen to be sick, you know what the fuck to ask for. Producer Corey, me and I, him and I had this discussion about the the cough syrup pills or whatever that they give you. They're placebos, fuckers. Yeah, if it's not codeine, it doesn't work. <laughs> 100%. So if they want to give you that these, pill... They look like fucking fish pellets. They're like clear little balls that don't do anything. There's no way that works. There's How can there no be way. medicine in it if, if it's clear, Joe? You tell me. No, it can't be. It's like that. Lim- it's like Limitless, that TV yeah, show. That's exactly which is really what it just, looks like. It's just a show about Adderall. Right, um, and this is like fake Adderall they used on that show, <laughs> except it's for goldfish. Right. So it's it's like does it look uh it looks more or less like the um like like caviar that you see on yeah like, just clear sushi yeah it's just bullshit it's the same same like texture even yeah it didn't make me stop coughing no but like I got so I got the codeine great great just immediately I didn't even think about coughing. So it was, it was great. Yeah, I, had I, still to, have... I had to dip into a stash that I've been holding on to for quite some time, but it was, I had to break in case of emergency. It was time for some scissor. Yeah. I have, I have that stash a little bit. I don't think you're, I don't know if you need to refrigerate or not, but that stuff nah, is you're just, good. Trust me. It that, worked. That stuff is quite literally worth its weight in gold. So just, like a baby. If, you, if you happen to go to the doctor and the doctor gives you the option, get the, you can't ask for the codeine, but tell them that you want the syrup. So, yeah. because like, you know, like it depends, you gotta go. And if you, and if your doctor won't do that, go to a new doctor. It's just, yeah. And tell them like you're coughing so much. It wakes you up at night and you can't sleep at night. Cause if that, you can't that, sleep, you can't get better. So yeah. Codeine baby. Those are the keywords. Those are the keywords. So with that though, um, if you're not coughing this weekend, or even if you are, and you are able to enjoy uh, a little bit of time and a little bit of football this weekend, we have our New York football giants. I actually saw this tweet, and it's that all of the playoff matchups this year are actually rematches from the regular season, which I thought was quite interesting. And um, the New York Giants, Corey's waving the flag, and it happens to be white, but we're definitely not giving up. We are playing the Minnesota Vikings. What do you think about Kirk Cousins in the spot? I think all playoff games are considered primetime. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got for that. Cousins is gonna <laughs> blow it. Um, that's like so, expecting Dak Prescott to win a playoff game. Like, forget it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's an interesting game too, and we can kind of get into that in a little bit. Really, is it interesting? Because everyone loves to hop on Dak's dick, and he sucks. Well, I mean, the problem is for the Cowboys is that, or the Cowgirls rather, is that they're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. So that game's on Monday. Wrinkle. Which interesting wrinkle. Very interesting wrinkle. I think it's interesting too that the game is on Monday. It's Monday night at at eight uh, fifteen p.m. And it's interesting. It's Martin Luther King Day, um, so it is shout going out. to, you know, shout out. It's a big NBA day, so that is really going to be my priority. But um, it's definitely quite. That's the, okay. I will I will watch for you and give you live updates on how much fun we're going to have. There's like how literally many tears we get to drink. There's nothing better than this. I mean, our death to America's team, death to America's team, longtime listener and sponsor Dominic DeLeo is all over the cowgirls to win the Super Bowl. Um, Idiot. The guy never knows what he's talking about when it comes to them. He's blinded (laughs) by the popularity of Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Like he, he basically the DVOA stats, Dom, that are going to prove that the Cowboys are actually going to win a playoff game. They got their asses handed to them by the commanders with their starters. That is true. Out of here. That is quite true. And I think like looking looking at this a little bit more and talking about the New York Giants, I think one of the things that's really interesting is that this line is just sitting on the three and they really are refusing to give it up. The books are just like, we are not going to move this off of the three one way or the other. I honestly fair, lean... Fair play, books. Fair play. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I lean... I 100% lean the Giants here. Um, but that's off. I obviously have bias, but I also just don't think Minnesota is that good. Minnesota is bottom ranked in DVOA pretty much across the board. They're like number one in every luck metric ever. And Dude, they, 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 they're good in the same metrics. The Giants mm-hmm. are good. It's like we shouldn't be here right now, but we keep doing yeah. it. Yeah. It's just that like, you know, if you're the Giants, you're, you get to play in a dome, which I think is beneficial for this team that isn't necessarily good. Um, and, you know, Daniel Jones should be able to put up some numbers and Barkley plus like you're getting the three points you're getting a possession there you're getting the field goal I, I think this should be a close game like I definitely wouldn't want to lay points with Minnesota in this spot so I like the three I like the three and I'm a little bit surprised by that the other game that I'm surprised about is honestly the Chargers versus the Jags and this line has kind of moved around a bit um all over the place but I I don't know if you have a thought process on this I know you left the Jag off but the Chargers are good, I think. Yeah, I um, I think the Chargers are going to wipe the floor here, kind of. Yeah, like, I know the Jags had a bit of a miracle run towards the end of the season, but no, sorry and guys, it's, <laughs> exactly. And and like that was one of the things that I was looking at because when you look at the teams that they've played over the back end of the season, um, they they didn't really play anybody that was particularly good. Like to end the season, you're looking at a stretch of the Titans twice, the Jets, the Texans, and the Cowgirls. So obviously the Cowboys, probably the best competition for them uh, in that set. But it's one of those things. It's like the Jets Jets have a better defense, so I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, they still... they still. sorry, I can't stop. I can't stop beating them up. I'm so sorry. (laughs) You love them. Buckle up, guys. We just started. You love them. And I think the one thing is that when we look at this... Obviously, like the Jags, like their pass rush is very good and it's an opportunity for them to maybe pressure Herbert. But I think that that would probably lead to more dump offs. Awesome. Eckler, you have a great situation for that for the Chargers. And this line, like if you can get it basically at a pick them, I think that's good because what I'm seeing here is that the Jags struggled 
against some good teams, but also like they definitely are better than the bad teams. That's what we saw. We're looking at the Chargers. They were dealing with a lot of injuries to start the season. And then as the season kind of went on, they started they started to get a little bit healthier and they started to kind of round into form as well. So I think that this is a spot where the Chargers were a team that everybody liked going into the season. They were like a darling. And then they started off cold due to a lot of injuries. And then after like around the midway point of the season, you started seeing them be a lot better. Um, so I think that this is kind of one of those things like, I'm not necessarily sure if the chargers are good, but I am convinced that Jacksonville isn't a great team. I think that they're a fine team. They're a good, decent playoff team, but I don't, I don't buy into the fact that, um, they should be favored here. So I, or, or, or I don't, I don't buy into the fact that this should be as close. I was, I thought it was going to be more like minus three. Um, it's kind of gone back and forth, back and forth in the market. We're seeing some minus twos, minus two and a half. Then it dropped down to one. Um, and then now it looks like it's going back up to two. So I grabbed the money line at minus 115. Try to grab the money line. I think it's going to be close, but I'm not super concerned about as long as it's under, as long as it's under the minus three. I think that's where you want to be with this Chargers bet. Um, <clears throat> Corey, were there any other games that really stood out to you on this, this weekend that you were excited about? Or All not- I care about are the Giants winning the game once that's complete all i will worry about is dallas losing their game <laughs> that's perfect. i don't give a shit about anything else that's Truly. perfect i mean the, the only other thing probably gonna win yeah bill's it's, probably gonna win nothing else I mean, interests me yeah i saw this thing that was if like bills the dolphins, don't win that would be devastating that would be devastating I'm pretty sure they're gonna win i saw this thing and it was like the dolphins uh have made the playoffs twice in the last like 15 years and both times a backup quarterback started the game <laughs> Which is just, what are the odds? Not great, guys. Not great. So with that, let's pivot over to the association. The NBA is actually at the halfway point of the year right now, which is funny because most people haven't started tuning in until the past like three weeks. Um, And even then... I can verify that. Yeah, and even then, like not everybody's tuning in. So at this point, one of the things that I think is interesting is that we have a lot of data to kind of rely on, but we also are dealing with a variety of injuries. We're dealing with... Um, you know, whether guys are coming back, what their load management is. And I think one of the things that's been really frustrating to me, especially is, you know, like we, like I gave, like when I, we're recording this on Wednesday, I gave out this prop on Miles Turner to make a bunch of threes against the New York Knicks. And then Miles Turner got scratched literally one minute before tip. Like, like what is the point of an injury report? I just don't even understand. Like we have these guys and it's something to keep in mind, too, because we've seen this now. Turner just had this happen. Granted, luckily, he didn't play at all, so the, those bets will be voided. But we had Jared Allen the other night. Uh, illness, decides to play, gets hurt with it. Then we had Anthony Edwards, came back off an injury, plays a quarter out again. So it's like you have these guys, you really have to be careful if these guys are returning a little bit too soon because we don't know you know, like how they're going to be managed or if they're going to re-aggravate it. And it can, can, it can really create a problem for your bets. So if you're going to bet an under, I think it's fine. Um, because obviously if they play like a little bit and then they, they get scratched mid game, you're very safe with an under and that's in a cash. And it's kind of one of the advantages of playing an under. Um, but also <clears throat> you like, you have to be wary of like these, some of these lower lines, it's like, is there some other information that maybe like we're not necessarily being told uh, that's relevant to the market? So that's one thing. Another thing that I noticed, and 
I am obviously not advocating for unregulated or not legal gambling, but <clears throat> what I have noticed is when I have used uh, or have perused the lines of a local establishment, um, what I've noticed is when you go to the prop building tool, a lot of times you see a lot of heavy juice on overs. And a lot of times what I've noticed is you actually see the overs be a little bit higher. So if let's say somebody's points prop is 28 and a half, a lot of times I will see a 29 and a half on these local establishments. And the reason that I bring this up is not that like you can't take some of these lines if that's like what you wanted to play and that's all that you have available to you, um, you know, to, to look at uh, and mentally wager on for fun because there's obviously no real money involved. Um, but what I've noticed is that because of that, it gives you an opportunity to play unders, I think, at a little bit better price. Uh, so it's just another tool that you could have in your, you know, in your tool belt, in your utility closet for when you are price shopping some of these player props. Uh, I think that they tend to be shaded for the over because traditional players or, you know, um, <clears throat> let's see what the right terminology is. Uh, recreational betters tend to like to play overs and, uh, just because they're more fun. Like they're absolutely more fun. Um, they're more fun to play and it's just something that you're rooting for as opposed to rooting against. It's like a mental thing. And I think that that's something to keep in mind though. It's like, it's just another way to play an under. Um, additionally, what I have noticed is that they are like slightly slower, especially with Shams joining FanDuel. You really see these FanDuel lines get locked up like immediately. It's very, very difficult to bet on injury news. So if I'm perusing some of these lines, a lot of times I like to try to go to a local establishment and ch check those out, you know, just in case they are a little bit late on the breaking news since you obviously have your Twitter notifications on for any of those injury related uh, happenings. So just, just something to keep in mind. It's something that I noticed. And is, I think it's just a way to, you know, kind of diversify your portfolio or so to speak. Additionally, <clears throat> I'm only saying this because I know that it is a pitfall of many individuals, but you always have to be careful when you're playing with credit as opposed to cash money because it's just, you, you can really get yourself in trouble and it's important to, because you don't really feel it. It's the whole like, oh, well, I have to pay this in the future, but the future could literally be like tomorrow. So it's definitely important to remember that and keep that in mind in our gambling safe space over here. Local establishments <clears throat> are very, very, very good at getting their money that they're owed. Yeah, I, I think that that's not, uh, it's not something that they find necessarily difficult to do no. um and they they're quite skilled at that you know when they when it, they do accept when it, other forms of currency including kneecaps and fingers <laughs> so so you want to be you want to be really careful with that uh and it's definitely something to keep in mind you know um but with that i wanted to talk about some of the players that are coming back and some of the spots that i'm looking at uh for for these games and one of which is I'm looking at this game on Thursday night. We have some good games on Thursday. We have the Brooklyn Nets versus the Mil or I'm sorry. We have the Brooklyn Nets versus the Boston Celtics. The Nets are three and a half point home underdogs. They're going to be without Kevin Durant for a, the next month or so. 
the the player that I think is most likely to take a step up is TJ Warren. And his points prop was set at around 10 and a half on Sunday against Miami. And I just don't think that we're going to see this adjusted properly. And I would look for a points line around 12 and a half. The reason I'm saying this is because TJ Warren's actual, his like per 100 possession stats are very comparable to his numbers when he was in Indiana. So on the season, he's only averaging about 10 points per game, but those when you extrapolate over the hundred per hundred possessions are nearly identical to those when he was with the Pacers in his last full year. And he was averaging 19.8 points per game. Um, I don't think that they're going to be playing TJ Warren, you know, 35, 40 minutes a game. And the next coaching staff has kind of said as much, but he was doing that on about 33 minutes a game. I would project him somewhere in the neighborhood of maybe like 25 um, 25 to 30. So I think, you know, you see that 25% increase you get at that 12 and a half line. I think you're in a great spot, even against the better Boston Celtics defense. Um, it's a hundred percent something that I could see. And even though like Kyrie should see a pretty clear uptick in usage and scoring responsibility, I just question to what extent he can really go up even more. Uh, so that's why I'm looking to some of these other guys for, for some value. Um, additionally, one of the other players and spots that I'm looking at in this particular game is I think it's interesting that the Celtics sat both Robert Williams and Marcus Smart uh, last night against the New Orleans Pelicans. It's a game they should win. They probably didn't need them to play. And I think it's notable when you're looking at these injury reports and you're looking at these schedules, you always have to, at this point in the season, you really need to remember, like, did these teams play yesterday? Or are these teams also playing tomorrow on a back-to-back? Because it's dramatically impacting who's playing, who's not playing. And some of these load management guys are really at risk to sit a lot of these games. Uh, So Robert Williams is one of them. And you have to kind of look at it and say, which game is like really more important to this team? And is this guy going to play in this spot or is he going to sit in this spot? So I was able to look at that kind of wrote about it in my game guide for the Pelicans versus the Celtics. And we were able to kind of determine that as well. Another spot that I'm looking at is I'm looking to see where LeBron James's points line opens up. He dropped 38 against the Mavericks on Christmas day. And I think we're seeing, we're seeing some Dinwiddie stuff pop up, some Christian Wood stuff pop up. It's probably going to be around 30 and a half. And I, I still like that over just based on the fact that he's been still continuing to crush that number without Anthony Davis. And this is, seems like a good spot against the Mavericks. Um, so I, I'm not really concerned with LeBron doing that. He's played pretty well against Luka Doncic throughout his career. And I, that's definitely a spot that I'm targeting. Additionally, in the Blazers game, Damian Lillard popped on the injury report. Uh, he's listed as questionable. And the reason that this is notable is that Anthony Simons, you generally see the biggest uptick in his usage without Damian Lillard on the season. He on the season, he is, he has played or on the last two seasons, he's played 40 games without Damian Lillard and he's average and he's gone over his 20.5 line in 24 of 40 games. But just looking at this season over his last 10 games without Lillard, He's at, he's gone over this line in eight of those games. One of the unders, uh, or actually 
one of those unders was against Cleveland. He had a 20-point performance against them. But I do still like him to go over this number, um, just based on the fact that in that matchup in Cleveland, uh, he still had volume. He was 6 for 18 from the field. So you're seeing plenty of volume from Simons. And I think that this would be a spot that I would like to back him in if Dame is out. Uh, in the event that Dame is in, I think that it might be, it might still be a decent spot. Um, just all things considered, based on the fact that he, you know, even though he's not gone over this line a ton, I think that Dame would get the majority of the coverage. So at the 20.5 line, it's definitely a spot that I'm kind of looking at and I'm curious about. Um, but those are some of my NBA angles for this Thursday NBA slate. And I'll, I'll fine tune this a little bit more. You'll probably see a video out somewhere on the Twitter sphere, maybe, maybe something in writing. We, we really shall see. Um, but those are, those are a couple of my thoughts for the NBA right now. And with that, you know, we'll try to get you out of here. So producer Corey, you got any recs for the people? Yeah, one recommendation is the New Jersey Devils are back, so uh, keep an eye on them puck lines and just fucking bet them. Don't be a pussy. Um, they just beat the Carolina Hurricanes last night in a 5-3 victory. Some say it was an upset. I call it destiny. Um, Fair. My recommendation is to go visit your local library and don't buy books. Wow. Yeah, fuck you? buying books. They're fucking expensive. What books did you... Rent, rent, buy, borrow, borrow. Currently reading Upgrade <laughs> by Blake Crouch. It's okay. Because it's censored for some reason on this computer. Uh, I might recommend it if it's good. I don't know. I'm only on page 36. But uh, yeah, I joined two book clubs this year. Really um, aggressive move by me. Dude, that's uh, crazy. I'm, a part, I'm part of one book club where I'm the only male and I'm the only one who believes in rules. Uh, they just like ignored my recommendation and only two people read it. And my book was the best book of the year. So fuck all you bitches. Is and... that, are those things mutually exclusive? Like following rules yeah. and being the only... <laughs> They're exclusive. I promise. <laughs> because like if, if they had not done it first, I probably would have been the first to break a rule. They just beat me to it. Um, but now I get to throw stones because I didn't. <laughs> um, Perfect. Yeah, so then I joined another one, and I was like, well, I can't be buying two books a month. That's like 60 bucks I don't need to be spending. That's insane. Yeah, it is like 60 bucks For paper. A hardcover book, a hardcover book uh, like average retail value is like $28. I'm surprised it hasn't gone up more, honestly. I know. It's probably like, what, 26 when we were in high school? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so and expensive. Like, good luck trying to find a paperback book at a bookstore. They purposefully don't want you buying that shit because it costs less. Uh, the only time you can get less. them. The only time you can get them is when you're at a fucking airport where it's already jacked up anyway. Yeah. So you're so, paying the uh, hardcover price. Yeah. Go get a fucking library <laughs> card. And like the one I have, I can get ebooks. I can get audiobooks. It's all included. Like their website is actually very good. Um, yeah, those librarians, they they were put to work for the last 10 years. That's crazy. Shit. Yeah. I can't believe that. Out. I'm well, shocked. I, guess, I was like, yeah. I was like, wait, you have online resources? <laughs> I guess Fuck I might have here. to stop at the library. Yeah, it's a peaceful place. It does smell like homeless people a little bit. Yeah, you know? well, you know, what do you I mean? Do? If I were homeless, that's where I'd be all day. I get it. Yeah, just getting your audiobooks in. Warm, cozy, quiet. If I smell like piss, sorry. Yeah, that's also like a lot of the people that were generally just going there as patrons. So, you know, it's true. You know, here, here we are. Um, my recommendation I have a, I feel like I actually have a couple recommendations here. 
Um, one recommendation is I've recommended this before, but the menu, that movie, it's on HBO now. So you can watch for free. Would recommend the movie. It's a good movie. It's kind of a thriller. Uh, it's an enjoyable watch. I just watched it last weekend. I can, I'll stamp of approval that one. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Um, secondly, I'm going to recommend mechanical keyboards. I just got one. Uh, I got a Keychron K2 keyboard. Uh, it's Welcome brown to the switches. Cult. Yeah, I, I have know. Lube I feel in my like desk for this shit. Let's let's do this. So that was that was for your ears there. I couldn't um, hear it. it. I didn't hear any uh, fox. I was trying. I was trying my hardest. Hold on. Let's see. Those damn microphones oh, are started... designed to pull out the white noise, and they're good at it. Yeah, it, it that's crazy. I, I actually that's good to test because I was typing I have lubricant yesterday. for switches. Oh wow, it's blo- it's literally blocked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, during the pandemic, I was going to build one myself. Never got around to it. That's crazy. Um, it's also hella expensive to build yourself. Yeah, I don't know why, but it came prize, with like tools. The issue was because so few people use them. But now that it's gaining popularity, I might I might look into it again. I might build one. Yeah, I, I don't know how like expensive it was. I mean, this keyboard was I think sixty eight dollars or something like that. Yeah, so dude, that the really... plate that goes between the uh, the top plate and the bottom sw- uh, circuit board is yeah. like one hundred and fifty dollars on its own if you buy all the components. That's fucking insane. It's a fucked up hobby. I don't know. Like I don't know. I, I don't know who my came up with this shit. Yeah, I, I came dangerously close to spending way too much money. I didn't need to. <laughs> Yeah, I, I now understand. That I'm not buying books every month. I can afford it. Now you can afford it. Yeah. So I, I think it's great. Like it's a wonderful typing experience. Um, And I set my desk up a little bit differently. Like I went with the dongle. I'm using my monitor as my main screen. I don't know what I was doing. I was using like my, I was typing on my laptop and then using the monitor as like a second screen, which is just psychotic, honestly. Like that was probably the, that defeated the entire purpose of having a second screen. It's true. You find yourself more productive with a full screen than a, a laptop. Oh, dramatically, dramatically. So I actually then I bought myself because work, the work stuff that they give us, thank you, government taxpayers, is just garbage. And my lap, it's my keyboard, like 2005, dude, dude, like the keyboard and the mouse. Like I've, I said to IT, like probably like 10 different times. I was like, yo, this stuff doesn't work. Like, I don't understand. Like, can somebody do it? And they're like, well, like, it might just need a new battery. I was like, yo, I know it doesn't need a battery, man. Like, I know a battery That's the most work. patronizing thing someone can say to you. Like, so condescending and being like, have you tried changing the batteries? Like, you yeah. know I'm not 100 years old, right? Yeah, I'm like, brother. My brother like in Christ. So what I did was I just bought an $18 Amazon Prime, Amazon Basics keyboard and mouse combo. And I moved my monitor that's the only thing that's worth anything at my desk the monitor and has like a terrible footprint because of like the fucking under like pad thing but i moved that into the middle of my desk with it's dramatically dramatically better i like actually am doing a little bit of work now um you know i was doing more it's, it's good feng shui yeah, it's better for typing. It's better for my shoulders. I don't think I roll as much. Maybe I don't have to go to the chiropractor as much. Like, who knows? So I I recommend all of these things that you've heard me say now. And um, yeah, like, you know, you just got to comfy keep... at your desk. That's the umbrella yeah. recommendation. Yeah. Get, get comfy at your desk with your ebook. <laughs> and, and make sure your shit works. Yeah. yeah, make sure all your shit works. And, uh, you know, continue to line shop. 
continue to be your best self. New year, new me. New Let's Jersey cash. Devils. New Jersey Devils. Let's cash that. <laughs> all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Yeah. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, I'm married to this gang. That's who I made my wife. Said I'd die alone, I told that bitch she probably right. One thing that's for sure, not a stranger to this life. Got a safe that's full of Franklin's and a shoulder full of stripes. Ah, don't know a nigga like myself. I say self-made, meaning I design myself. County jail fades, you can pull my foul yourself. Spot rage, swallow rocks, I'm getting high myself. Nah, damn right I like the life I built. I'm from West Side 60, shit, I might got killed. Standing so tall, they think I might got stills. Legendary baller like Mike, like Will. 96 Impala, thug life on wheels. Up against the wall, squabble at Fox Hills. Like a motherfucking boss, ask me how I feel. Successful street nigga touching them first meals. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life, I been grinding all my life. Uh, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life, I been grinding all my life. Uh, I got everything I said I was gonna get on my kid. In addition to that fact, I went legit. I'm the shit now according to the way that I'm positioned In this biz, it look like I'm just gonna keep on getting rich Ah, know that west side RSCs is us LAPD on my dick, I'ma squeeze and bust If a rap nigga did switch cheese and bust All this rap money nigga, look, I need too much Money, loyalty, and love in the dream we trust You'll be switching up the players on your team too much Tiny copy, that's my low, Young Supreme, what's up? And we travel around the world getting cream or what? Ain't you get off on whoever hustles seem to rush? Las Vegas strip pop, yeah, you cream them punks. After all that looking tough, all he seen was stunts. 50 Cent and Mayweather flee the scene with us. Chose story. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life, I been grinding all my life. Uh, all my life, been grinding all my life. Got to roll the dice, that's why All my life, I've been grinding all my life, look